everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. I am delighted on this episode to be talking with the very patient and very kind, uh, very helpful in scheduling this, Mr. Eric Orchard. Eric, thank you for jumping in and joining. I'm really glad to be here. It's my socialization for the week. <laughs> I, I absolutely get that. I absolutely yeah. get that. And, and glad that you chose to socialize with me as well. Anywhere else. I consider you good company. So this, this is good. Um, I'll mention Bear the Troll being probably the first book of yours that I discovered um, just on my journey through sort of unpacking what's out there in the world of graphic novels and then one of your books that is absolutely one of my favorites as well it's actually not technically i guess a graphic novel but it's just beautiful and that's uh if i were a zombie which is very oh. seasonal yeah very yeah 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 love that one love that one and I also, I appreciate just the work that you put on social media. I enjoy getting to see your your progress and all of the process and some of the best stuff that is out there on social media, in my opinion, as well. I, I think, I wish more people would share process. I think there's a bit of embarrassment about unfinished work online. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. people really want to put that polished work out there. But I kind of miss the the free for all of seeing sketches and I lie, I eat that stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I certainly enjoy getting to see it. I'm curious about what's led you to this world of visual storytelling, comics and, and the arts. That's something I've thought a lot about and it's kind of, it's really hard to answer. It's tricky because my answer might be different tomorrow, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I started young, like I, I, I was introduced to comics like Tintin and gosh, ElfQuest mm -hmm. when I was, you know, nine and, and, or seven even. And it, it just blew my mind and I want to be a part of that. And it just gave me a love of stories, you know, that those, those comics. And then, um, you know, like like later on, there was like Hellboy and there's a, a God, so many great fantasy comics now, which keeps me propelled. But yeah, it's it's, um, you know, it started like just a fascination with comics and storytelling. And then later on, it led to more of an interest in the visual arts. And I went to art, studied painting and art history. And then um, I came back to comics and. I've just been plugging away ever since. Yeah, yeah. and I'm glad that you are. Certainly Thank glad you. that you are. Yeah. Um, along along the way, any positive collaborators or positive mentors that have been um, sort of some of those best experiences and some of those best voices that have guided your work or been part of your work? For sure. Like, I've had some great collaborations. Um one recently that I did was with a writer called Lonnie Nadler mm -hmm. or not. And um, he, we uh, collaborated on, he wrote a graphic novel. Um, so I wrote the name down. Oh, you forgot it in people. And it's, it's based on the words, the lyrics of the band broken social scene. Mm -hmm. So it basically, it's, it's uh, basically a rock and roll comic. And man, that was fun. Cause it gave me a lot of freedom and I was able to try new things. Yeah. There was no 
editorial oversight that felt oppressive. So I was really grateful to have that opportunity to sort of explore my work, directions I was already going in, so no shocks, but I just felt like a real sense of freedom. And that was my last one. And it's, it's, uh, that was encouraging to have such a, a fun time recently. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to to checking that out and seeing the um, rock approach to comics from you as well. For sure. It's pretty, pretty soft. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like soft rock too. I like that as well. Um, yeah, some acoustic guitars. It's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Um, so very often you also work in, in sort of the, the streams of supernatural or fantasy or um, not necessarily horror, but maybe bordering on yeah. sort of the, sort of the spooky things. So curious, especially as it's leading up to Halloween, um, what, what kind of draws you to those kinds of stories? Again, it's like early memories of discovering it and then connecting with it on a really profound level. Mm -hmm. Um, my my cousin again, uh, Lorraine left me editions of EC Comics when I was quite young, so I got exposed to like the whole just the horror stuff, a couple of the war ones, but mostly the horror. And I, you know, I really I got exposed to a lot of art that it, it it was pretty pivotal for me. And also, my my cousin um, stored some stuff in the house growing up, and he left a bunch of heavy metals in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was like drove like it, it was great finding those because that's where I discovered Mobius when I was maybe 11 right so that's not everyone gets to stumble on Mobius in, in North America that early yeah. so I feel pretty privileged to have found that and you know and and, and all the the European artists so it's um it's just that early early influences and then like it's just sort of how I respond to the world. I've tried to write in a non-fantastical way and it always feels very forced. It's almost like um, I need those symbols to communicate authentically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need to deviate from the real world in order for my thoughts to make sense. Yeah. And, and, and I need a bit of drama yeah. or even melt. You know, I, I just need that. It's uh, it feels artificial if I don't have that in, which is funny and ironic. But I, I just I, I uh, and the most honest I can be is is using those tools. Yeah, not nice to kind of step out of reality sometimes to understand reality or to reflect on reality. Precisely, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's it's yeah. sort of like gives me a bit of distance from the world, and uh, it also provides like important approaches to the world that mm -hmm. are not obvious in a sort of clinical logical way mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah totally get that totally get that um so curious also about the next steps that you're taking and creating where you're you, you mentioned um sort of taking the the soft rock approach so curious about uh where the next steps are that you're finding or maybe thinking about well i i you know I, i've been juggling a lot of ideas over the last five years and and started a lot of projects that just never went anywhere and then i i just about completed a new graphic novel 
which is sort of in the line of Barra and, and Maddie Kettle, and that it's two burglars who are a fox and an owl uh, in this sort of fantasy world, burgling. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of gives me, I've written about three books on it so far, and I've decided I want to do a series. And that's not really easy to do with a mainstream publisher. So I'm looking at smaller publishers right now and even Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of guests that come on talk about just the virtues of Kickstarter, and it seems to be a really positive space for creators is is the impression that I get. Mm-hmm. 